0: All right, welcome to another episode of the Beyond the Boundary IPL podcast. We have a very special guest who is actually an admirer who reached out to us. So we have Vatsal joining us, who's a big Rajasthan Royals fan. And yeah, thanks for joining us, Vatsal. And then maybe if, you, if you've been listening, you know that we kick things off by how you became a Rajasthan Royals fan. And thanks for, thanks for coming.
1: Hey guys, thank you so much for having me here. So yeah, always been a massive fan of the franchise uh, since its inception. So always been a Shane Warne fan. So yeah, it was no surprise to me like him leading the franchise. So I mean, I had to uh, support the Royals. And of course, they're backing the uh, domestic talents and very uh, lesser-known players. So I mean, something like which I really admire that they find find the hidden gems and just unearth them and give them the opportunity to. uh, at this big stage to just prove themselves, so yeah, of course it's it's a good part to just enjoy them playing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think they have been considered to be like a money ball team in the past and they kind of mix it up in between. And and yeah, you know, they've, they've had those years where you've paid a lot for Jaideen Muradkar and Ben Stokes. But at the same time, you exactly. have Ravindra Jadeja and Yusuf Pathan. Uh, Sanju Samson, a lot of a lot of the younger uh, players, you know, are coming to the fore. Uh, but yeah, Thomas, what about you? What's your perception of of Rajasthan Royals? Because I've noticed that we have not covered them as much on this podcast. I don't know, maybe it's a preconceived bias. But yeah, why don't you you go ahead?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think like whenever we have talked about them as well, like I've generally not been that enthusiastic about them. That's mm-hmm. one thing have noticed about myself and maybe it will change after we have this conversation with an actual Rajasthan Royals fan but like I mean I don't know I just uh, uh, this is my personal opinion of course I don't have any distinct. but like I don't uh, think of them whenever I think of them I don't think of them as a legit contender like there is like uh, I don't know it's just that I don't think they do enough every season to like Get into the conversation of competing for a playoffs or whatever. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's just my personal opinion here, but
1: maybe I am a little preconceived in that way. But yeah, that's what I feel. Yeah, actually, and I guess like the one reason ahead, for that is probably, uh, I mean, someone like MI has Rohit Sharma as an I player so for rr they never had an indian player who was like their icon player who was a part of the indian setup and i mean the poster boy what do you call it so maybe that's why they never came in that news or ne- the performances also were like average and Actually, they were always been like in the reasons for like wrong reasons in the scandal like the 2015 uh, 2013 or 15 i guess there was this a uh, fixing issue also which happened yeah. they were banned for a couple of years yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah i think i think that that's a that's a very valid point uh, the the icon player issue right i like, I, I felt like Rajasthan had potential, you know, maybe they could have made Yusuf Pathan or a Ravindra Jadeja, Jadeja their Icon player and, and maybe retained them but, you know, they, they just moved on from them. And at the same time, I feel like, like KKR, uh, Rajasthan is one of those franchises that really focuses on their foreign players over the Indian talent and now it's, it is changing because, you know, you have made Sanju Samson your captain. But if you look at the past, the, the, the massive investment that you guys have been doing over the last two, three seasons has been uh, like at, you, you invest in Butler and Stokes and Archer and, and now even even Chris Morris, right? Uh, so that, at least that, that's my opinion. But if you have anything to counter uh, in, in that sense, uh, please, please go ahead.
1: I'd say, like, uh, I mean, once they came back into the IPL, they just started like stalling, and they uh, took a different strategy on the auction. Earlier, they were a money ball team, but then later on, they understood that it's important to like uh, spend on the right player. But the fun fact is, not a lot of people to be knowing this that Butler was uh, picked by RR for less than five cr. Yeah,
0: I think I think that was because it was the the mega auction year, right? It wasn't a mini auction. Yeah, okay.
2: So, yeah but yeah. like but it was so surprising that he had done so well in Mumbai the previous year. Yeah yeah I'm not wrong like yeah. so it was very surprising that he went for that low and like they just lucked into him kind of thing probably but i mean a steal. still it's a steal. Steel.
0: yeah 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 for sure and i think even archer yeah, was not I mean, for a really high price if i'm not wrong i mean archer it was, was around
1: i guess 7 between yeah, 7 to 8 but yeah but he's worth like like a good double, price, uh, he's
0: worth double, absolutely, double that, absolutely, for sure.
1: absolutely absolutely right if it was in this auction, probably you would have uh, touched 20
0: cr I guess. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you you had Jameson and Richardson and and Morris going, you know, for over over 14, and so <laughs> I think this he would have you would have certainly been uh 20 22 crores uh, in that range. At least that that's what I think. But uh, I think now that you've mentioned the auction, uh, like
2: one you, thing. Yeah. Uh, no, just one thing. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, before we go into the option comments, but like, I think like RR have always had those good experienced foreign players, not a recent phenomenon, at least that's what I feel, because they did have Steve Smith earlier before the before they had the band, they had the James Faulkner, I remember him playing a few banging bang innings against RCB, especially yeah. at uh, swami and they, they've always had like even Chris Morris in the first stint as well so they've always invested quite well in uh, getting like good foreign players I think what's changed for them is like over the years they've not been able to like unearth that that uh, future India talent you know like as frequently as they did in their initial years that's what I think.
0: Yeah I think that's a definite point right maybe they could they could change that with the Auction uh, right now, but uh, getting into the auction and and you know you guys did end up buying the most expensive player in Chris Morris, but uh, I think one direct thing about the auction that 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 is related uh, is it's a it's a direct uh, solution to fix your mistakes from last season. So like if if you were to reflect on what RR did wrong last year and what have they done to rectify that with the auction. And you know, maybe compare the two of them. Uh, what would what would your analysis be like if you can put a finger to what went wrong, and why? Uh, you know, they have invested in these players, and and how it's 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 probably going to help them, you know, take their team to that next level. Because you were bottom of the table, and now maybe try to push mid table or even make a fourth or third spot. But yeah, take it away. Correct. So
1: I mean, uh, yeah, coming back to the previous season. Uh, so rrr have one of the I mean, the worst uh, economy uh, teams in the like the death overs and stuff like that. So, I mean, then they didn't have a, I mean, except from Archer they didn't have any other bowler who would like uh, support Archer And I mean, uh, even I remember this match uh, between RR and RCV where D-Willers hit an for around like 20-22 runs. And they required like around 35 of 2 overs. And that's like... Very, I mean, there's very less chance that any team would win out of that situation. But then thanks to Lord Unatkat, I mean, the match just <laughs> got out of the favour and they lost it. And of course, I mean, so they absolutely required someone to support Archer in, uh, in that um, area. And by releasing Steve Smith also, they got a good amount of force to add to it. And of uh, the uh, options which were available in the auction, I guess Chris Morris uh, was uh, undoubtedly the best of them because he ha- has already played in the past in the IPL. He knows he knows the situations, he knows the pressure situations, whatever is happening. He is a handy player with the bat as well. Uh, down the order, he can uh, hit some lusty blows. And of course, his death bowling was uh, really—I mean, it was like top-notch in the last IPL as well. He didn't play a lot of matches around. He played around seven to eight matches for RCB, guess But yeah. in all those matches, he did deliver. So it was like surprising for us yeah but he as well he was to release him he yeah. had a very
2: good economic like, economy rate between 5 to 6 like it was like it was I mean, insane like uh, exactly. he, he was insane for us like yeah only thing the issue was with his injuries and that's one thing i wanted to ask you about like i mean are you worried that i mean because of his injury history and the lack of cricket that he's played like since the last IPL, are you kind of worried about it, especially with Jopra, Archer? I think he's out
1: for the first half at least. Is that yeah. a worry for you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just uh, read in read news a couple of uh, days back. So Archer is probably out for at least four to five matches to begin with. And uh, for Morris, uh, he did turn up for the Titans, uh, the domestic South African team he plays for. So, he played around five uh, matches in the T20 league. He picked up around like, six odd wickets and uh, he was in decent form. So, fingers crossed that he stays fit and RR also uh, like manages workload on a pretty like, pro- proper way because they have some backup bowlers as well uh, in Andrew Tai and Mustafizer. I guess Mustafizer, if he is in form, then I'm sure he's a good pick at one CR because uh, the kind of... Uh, patience and the left-arm angle that he has got and uh, if he is in form uh, uh, during the league stage then I am sure he can be a good asset for the team.
0: Yeah, I think even I am a really big Mustafizur fan especially when he was at uh, Sunrisers Hyderabad but I am guessing you are from Mumbai so I am guessing you would have seen that the, the Netflix documentary on-, on Mumbai Indians and one of the fundamental problems with Mustafizur was that he couldn't communicate with any of the team management. Uh, so, you know, they needed to get a, 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 a translator who would basically communicate to, I mean, I, I still remember vividly that there was a scene in which Shane Bond just kept talking to him about what are the thoughts and what are the plans he wants to execute. And then he, like, Mr. Vizu just looked really confused. So, I just hope something like that doesn't happen. But, uh, you know, in, in Andrew Tai, I feel like he's coming uh, into this season on the back of a, a pretty successful Big Bash, uh, uh, season. So let's let's see. I I mean, yeah, I do feel like you have decent enough options, but uh, I'm 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 not too sure. But what what about the other buys? Uh, who are you most keen to see uh, in the pink and blue of Rajasthan? So
1: uh, they also uh, lacked a player like an Indian player in the middle order. So uh, I mean, someone who can go big right from the word go. So, I guess uh, investing in Shivam Dubey and he also, I mean, they got him at like less than 5 CR. So, looking at the mini auction dynamics, uh, I guess that was a good price for him to like pay for an Indian player who can uh, do well, has the six 6-hitting uh, uh, ability as well. So, mm-hmm. I'm sure he will, uh, I mean, if he's given a certain role and if he's like expected certain things out of him, then I'm sure he can deliver. And also, at, I mean, being uh, Sangakara also being at the helm of the uh, coaching staff and uh, uh, this season, I'm sure. I mean, he'll get the best out of the players. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, the another player, yeah. So yeah, I mean, the another player whom I'm looking forward to see is uh, Chetan Sakarya. So he's a left-arm um, quick from Saurashtra. And uh, uh, so he was uh, one of the highest wicket takers. He picked up around 12 uh, wickets in the five matches that he played at a good economy rate. And he was also a part of the RCB's uh, net bowling contingent during the last IPL. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he has this Yorker uh, uh, ability, what I've seen of or what I've heard of. So, I'm, I'm sure that RR will give them some chances. So, yeah, hoping for the best.
0: Yeah, I think uh, pretty, pretty decent pickups. I think post Chris Morris, I don't think you overpaid for any player, which is always a, a good thing to have, I guess. Uh, but yeah, Thomas, what about you? Uh, how did yeah, you also, think- there's one more. Sorry, yeah.
1: There's, yeah, so, sorry, 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 sorry. There's one don't more thing I just missed speaking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's Liam Livingstone. You guys must have seen him in the last pickup oh, yes. of ODI. Yeah, this guy is like, he just walks down the track and hits bowlers for fun. So, yeah. I'm sure he won't be a part of the first living, but then maybe uh, in the middle of the tournament or somewhere, if he gets an opportunity, then I'm sure he's also an X-Factor player to watch out for.
0: Oh, definitely. I think I think when you, you have someone like David Miller and Liam Livingston who kind of played the, the same role, like you know come come in the middle order and and really uh take the game and grab the game by the scruff of its neck but uh yeah pretty decent options to have but i feel like jofra not not being there kind of dampens uh the first half at least and plus you know with the new covid norms and and doing 7 day quarantine he's back in england so when he has to come back even after the fifth game he has to quarantine for 7 days so he may miss a couple games more i just hope that that RR don't, you know, lose track of the tournament before he comes. But yeah, Thomas, I want to <clears throat> I'm sorry, I want to get you uh, into this conversation as well. How, how did you feel their their option went?
2: Like I mean I was a little dubious over the Morris uh price but then I mean it's understandable to a certain degree but everyone else I mean I put the way they picked up Chetan Sakarya like I really wanted RCB to pick him up especially like he had made a big impression as a net bowler and they were in a bidding war and they, but after a point it got a little too much. Uh, Shivam Dube I was a little mixed over you know I mean at RCB he, he didn't show the best of his ability he wasn't in the best of form you could say probably so, he wasn't able to like show the full variety of his talents. And maybe RR is that place. You know, uh, Liam Livingston, great pickup. He can, like, he bowls a bit of like spin as well. Like, he gets a bunch of lucky wickets. I mean, it's, it's a useful skill to have, you know. I think in the third one there, he got a really fluky wicket. Like, uh, I, I forgot he was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was just, it was, it was, yeah, but... It, half he still got a wicket and yeah, I mean, sometimes you need players like that, you know, but yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah I like the pickup of him because he was amazing for the Perth Scorchers and the Big Bash as well, you know, and I think uh, over there he, uh, the thing with the Perth Scorchers then was they played a very <laughs> ultra-attacking top four, you know, with the Jason Roy, the uh, Colin Munro, uh, uh, who's the other guy, uh, Josh Inglis in and the- Liam the- Livingston. And Liam Livingston. It was like one of the most power packed top fours. So, maybe RR could do something like that, you know. Since Joffra is not there, I think they could just lean in on the batting. Um, because like, uh, I think Joffra is a big game-changer for RR. You know, losing him for… Uh, let's keep it as the first seven matches of the tournament. Because we have to keep in mind the quarantine stuff and all. So, yeah. like, I think RR should try to win. Three, three, maybe four of those games to try and keep in touching distance, you know. And then once he comes back, maybe you go for the mm-hmm. tried and tested four, uh, four pack of Butler, Stokes, uh, Archer, and Morris—a fit Morris, that is. So that would be one way of looking at it. But I mean, Samson's <laughs> appointment as a captain—very interesting.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think we'll we'll get to the playing 11s uh, in the in the end when we make our predictions and stuff. But yeah, I want to touch upon Samson and Kumar Sangakara, because I feel like these are two radical changes that you're having from, from last season. I think I'm of the opinion that having an Indian captain is a must, unless your name is David Warner. <laughs> Otherwise, just just stick, just stick to stick to the Indian captain and you'll be fine. Uh, which is why I mean I mentioned this in the KKR episode as well. I feel that's one of the biggest flaws. Uh, I get Owen Morgan's great, but he's a foreigner and he clearly didn't deliver the goods last season. And I'm very glad that, that RR went the other way. But uh, Samson, yeah, you know, 26-year-old, uh, has no IPL captaincy experience in and out of the Indian side. Uh, so do you think uh, he, like, what are your expectations from him given that it's his first season? you know, maybe you can't aim too high because debutant captains don't do really well on this their names Rohit Sharma and they they pick up you know midway midway through the season with Ricky Ponting and and Sachin sitting in the wings. Uh, but yeah, I think Kumar Sangakara and Butler would would probably play a huge role in that. What's what's your take on on Sanju Samson's appointment firstly, and then maybe your expectations from him as a as a first time
1: captain? Uh no, I'm sure. I mean, I mean for. To be- begin with RR uh, after letting off Steve Smith, they honestly uh, didn't have a lot of choices if they were to go for an Indian captain. And uh, Sanju Samson has been with the franchise for over like 5-6 to six seasons. Except for the band part where he was with Delhi. But then uh, he knows the setup, he knows the people around, he knows the management very well. And uh, whatever I have heard of uh, the players uh, in the interviews and stuff, so they say that he has a good cricket brain and uh, he has like a good rapport with all the players. I just recently uh, uh, read an interview of uh, Jaysh, uh, Jake uh, Lush Macram. I guess he's the CEO of the franchise. The tall fellow, yeah, he was yeah, partner, yeah, yeah. always at the auction. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so even he has uh, said some positive words about uh, Samson and he gels well with all the Indian players. And This RR has the youngest squad of all the franchise, so having a young captain uh, and players can also go up to him and talk to him about I mean talk to him about any issues and stuff. And with Sangakara also being there uh, to guide Samson, uh, so we can hopefully expect that uh, at least he will have a good season. Also, he has uh, captain Kerala recently in the Syed Mustaq Ali Trophy. He didn't have a good season with the bat, but Kerala did win around two or three matches out of the five they played. So yeah, I mean it looks a little tricky one, but then. We can all, as a fan, I can only he- expect that he does well. So yeah, fingers crossed
0: on that. Yeah, I think definitely, Thomas. What about you, uh, as a as a neutral supporter or or a neutral observer of RR? Uh, what are your expectations from Sanju Samson? And and like Thomas is is uh, you know from Kerala, so I'm guessing he'll have a better insight into Sanju Samson's personality, I guess. Uh, given that you'll have some local uh news for us from 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 inside the kerala locker room <laughs>
2: uh i mean i don't have that i don't have that much clout but uh i i, I am a little undecided over samson as a captain uh, because like uh, even though he has a great cricketing brain and all i find him to be a little soft-spoken a little withdrawn so like when the pressure but there are pressure situations, how he deals with that, that'll be inter- He is a wild card as, yeah. uh, uh, in terms of being a captain, you know, more than, and uh, uh, what Vatsal said was also true, but I don't think they had any choice, like, if they wanted to go in the Indian direction, he was the most logical thing, unless they wanted to give it to Rahul Tevatia or somebody like that, but I don't think Tevatia is, like, a captaincy, captaincy kind of guy, like, yeah, uh, yeah so, that's one thing and uh yeah he was quite decent for uh Kerala in this Saiyanusatali Szy- trophy and it was quite he was quite good. I mean he didn't have a good batting tournament but uh but the, the, you know he is such a he is such a big quandary, you know, even in the IPL as well. He Plays well in the beginning. He plays well in the end. Like he's very inconsistent. He's very patchy in terms of his batting from the IPL as well. So I am little unsure. I hope he does well, but th- that's that's the thing. I think like the logic would be that Butler would take. I mean, uh, since he's had more experience as the captain, he would take over in certain situations. You know, when the pressure comes, gets to Sanju Samson. Pro- probably that time he would like take over. there. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that that was one of the points that I was I was gonna come to that you know probably people like Ben Stokes, and Ann Butler would uh, help Samson on the field and yeah you know maybe play that play that role of a mentor of sorts but Samson's been around for a while as well right so it's not that he doesn't know the the setup so I guess as if, if if I was a Rajasthan fan like Watsil said I'd probably just be hoping for the best uh, and yeah now now I think one of the things that i wanted to come to uh was the playing 11 uh so what's uh, one of the recurring themes that we've had on the on the podcast is that that you know we know that uh ipl this season is going to be on neutral venues so hmm. uh, you kind of need to play your cards smartly and and you know maybe have a core of 6 to 7 players and then depending on the conditions that 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 you know you're playing in uh, you you mix it up and and add those two three players just based on the on the pitch whether it's con- conducive to spin or or to pace bowling. So I wanted to get your take on what do you think should be uh, you know Rajasthan's first playing eleven against the Punjab Kings uh, on the 12th of April at the Vankari Stadium. Uh, so yeah, why don't you you start with that and then maybe you can you can talk about uh, what they do at the Arunjitli Atli Stadium in Delhi and. And uh, I think it's Kolkata and Chinnaswamy. So, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Direct, so yeah, yeah. Why
0: don't you you kind of break it down? Maybe maybe tell us the six to seven or maybe eight, nine, whatever uh, you you fancy, and then uh, the the other variable players that will probably change around.
1: Okay. Uh, so for me, I'd open with uh, Butler, and I'd give uh, in the initial matches I'd give this uh, chance to Manan Gora. So, he's been with the franchise since a couple of years now and he hasn't got uh, any game time and uh, recently he was, uh, I mean, he has been in good form, Uh, there's this Chandigarh team in the Ranji uh, Trophy and in the domestic tournaments, he captains them and he's been in a really good form for them. So, I hope that uh, he gets his chance because he's a much, much better player than uh, Yashuri Jaispal for now because uh, Last year, I mean a lot of people would be picking up uh, Yashashvi for now. But for me, I guess uh, Manan should be opening because Yashashvi is like too raw at the moment. Uh, last year also, he played a couple of matches and he didn't look at his best. And even during this year, Syed Mushtaq and Vijay Hazare, he hasn't done anything substantial. Uh, strike rate wise or even the runs wise to um, get the nod ahead of someone like Vora who has been playing in the IPL for a uh, number of years and he has the experience in the pressure situations to manage and he was also I mean uh, uh, he also had a 50 in uh, Punjab versus KKR final uh, if yeah, 2014 2014 yeah. uh, edition
0: yeah. Oh man you're bringing back the old days oh god <laughs> <laughs> it's all right you can go ahead but yeah that, that Vora 50 and, and Saha uh, entered, yeah. a century, my
1: god, and we still managed to lose that. Ah, oh, it's okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, the guy has obviously the temperament to playing the uh, big match situations, and I'm sure if he is given a chance in like the initial matches at least, then he'll do well. Uh, and for number three, so of course, I'd go with Sam- uh, Samson. Yeah, uh, he has the game and he has played at that number in the past, so I'm sure that number would suit him and he can probably, uh, if the wickets uh, fall early, then he can probably gauge the situation and then go for the big shots. So, he uh, he seems to be the ideal man at that position. For number 4, I'd pick Ben Stokes. Mm-hmm. So, Ben Stokes, uh, while we saw in the third T20 that if he is given some time at the pitch maybe like fight in balls to just like rotate around and take up singles and he can go berserk in the next couple of deliveries. So, he did end up scoring 46 in 23 balls. So, if he's given some time and even in the last year while he opened in a couple of matches, he did win us the match on his own. Like, he did score 100 against Mumbai, which was like a tough position and they had some like really good bowlers. So, yeah, at number 4, he can be utilised well. Uh, number 5, uh, I am a little sceptical but then I am thinking that Shivam Dubey should go ahead because I don't know, I mean, Riyan Farag has been some fanboy for Rajasthan. He hasn't done anything great as such but then he has just been that poster boy. He just keeps on popping up in every ad or every whatever we call him in. Every yeah. scenario, is there around all it He just seems like there is no poster boy but he hasn't done anything great so far. Mm-hmm. He just won us maybe like a one or two matches like in one season, I mean in the last two seasons. So, I, I'd begin with Shivam Dube at number 5, yeah. uh, followed by that, I'd probably, uh, at number 6, I'd uh, go for Tevatya. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Tevatia, obviously, like, uh, there was this uh, quote which a lot of people were saying that even if, like, you had a bad year, but then some uh, good Tevatia would happen to you or something like that. So he <laughs> just turned around his fortunes, like, yeah, massively, just hitting those five sixes no one would expect that so yeah I mean coming yeah. at number 6 he can the left-hander he can do a good job I'm sure mm-hmm. uh, number 7 uh, so, I'm guessing you go Chris Morris right
0: you have to go Chris, Chris
1: Morris Chris Morris of course yeah I had yeah. to go I mean looking at the situation or whatever there is I mean Chris Morris has to be there at number 7 yeah uh, and will try probably at number 8 when the first match of Archer is not available yeah Uh. She- Here's Gopal at number nine. Yep. Mm, I'd go for uh, Karya Chetan Sakarya Okay. Uh, at number ten, and uh, even though I don't want it, but then I'm sure they'll begin with uh, Lord Nattkat in the first match. So yeah, that's yeah. how it's going to be. The playing eleven looks like. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So so I'm guessing this is the one for Vankhede, right? So you kind of have a lot of pace bowling options with with Morris and Tai. And you, you had Sakarya and Onatkat, right? So you have four. Right. And, and Ben Stokes, right? In terms of fast bowling options. Uh, right. And you have Shreyas Gopal and uh, Dubey as well to pitch in. And I'm guessing since it's Dubey's home ground, he, he probably has a better idea. And then uh, I'm guessing with, with Delhi and uh, Chinnaswamy and, and and Kolkata, what, what changes? Like maybe in 30-40 in, in seconds you can tell us What changes you would like to the team there?
1: Uh, So, maybe uh, in place of Unatka, they can do some changes out there. They probably can add this uh, fellow, I mean the Bangalore fellow, Karyapa. Uh He's kind of a, when he came onto the scene, he seems like some mystery bowler. Yeah. But then, uh, I don't know, I mean what they saw in him. I haven't seen any exceptional performances as such, but then he must he attended the trials for the Royals uh, before the auction. So, I am sure the management must have seen something. So, so I would probably go for him. I also have an option of uh, picking Markande but then there must be like a lot of leg spinners on the side. It would be a like, very one-dimensional like, attack if they go for uh, Markande. But I hope he gets some game time. He's yeah. Okay. Uh, I hope he gets some game time uh, because Kopal also was hot and cold last year. So, if he isn't in good form to begin with then I probably go for Markande because he didn't even get one match in the last season.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, what about you, Thomas? What What would you say uh, would be the best combination for Rajasthan? Uh,
2: look, I think the one which I'll put out there is a very radical one. Like I mean, I, it's okay, I man. Think, like, it's it's a <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, uh, like so with the loss of uh, Jafra right now, Jopra Acha right now, I think they should just lean into their batting, you know, because. They are playing at three of the four venues, they're playing at very good batting tracks. Yeah. And like, I mean, the, it, it, they have to keep that in mind. Like, uh, uh, Wankede does offer a, uh, uh, the Wankede and uh, even Gardens does offer a bit for the baseballers. So, they can just lean into the batting. So, I I think they should go for Butler and Stokes to open. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, then Samson at uh, one down. Uh, Sudan, I was thinking probably between Liam Livingston and David Miller. I would go for Liam Livingston because he's had more time in the middle. At yeah. least he's had more touch, you know, with the bat. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, number five. I would go for Shivam Dube. Uh, number 6 I would uh, go uh, I, I think number 5 I would go for actually Mahipal Lomjoj so the, this guy yeah. who I mean yeah I have yeah. Yeah, been like uh, I, I don't know I don't know about you but like I, I think Nikhil knows that I did super high on him and he's been quite decent in a couple of games I am i have not been able to fathom why he's not gotten more games but yeah he I played think, one
1: match against RCB uh, and he did well he like, got a 14 45 I guess last season yeah and like
2: whenever he's been brought in he does a very good job plus he bowls a bit of left-arm spin and he he can bowl the four uh, four overs you know because he's done that for Rajasthan as well so it's one thing and he will offer a bit of variety in terms of spin bowling because i think there's a lot of leg spin in this squad you know then uh yeah so number 5 is uh, number 6 Dober, seven Devdisha, eight uh, Gopal, nine Morris, mm-hmm. and ten, 10, and eleven I would go for Tyagi and uh,
1: Sakaria. Oh, I forgot so to mention Kartik Tyagi. So sorry, Karthik yeah. Kartik
0: has to be there in the division. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even I yeah, have. so like so have that the...
1: way they're stacked
2: in bowling options, and they have a deep enough batting lineup. That they can just hit their way out of trouble that's what i yeah,
0: think. but but you know I, i'm like i'm not of the opinion cuz i think punjab as a team really relied on their batting for very long uh we did that in 2014 as well and in the end our bowling couldn't defend 200 runs so i get your rationale that you know maybe till till archer comes just go all out with the batting and and see where that takes you but i feel like they can you know field a good enough playing 11 uh with with the players that they have right now so, uh, I'd go Vora, Butler, Samson at 3, Stokes at 4, Dubey at 5, Devati at 6, Morris at 7, Shreyas Gopal at 8, uh, Andrew Tai, uh, Karthik Tyagi, and then Jaideh Uh In case Unatkat doesn't do well, get Sakarya in, you know, uh, same, same, same Ranji team as well, you know, he plays for Saurashtra, a younger version, probably has no price tag baggage like Unatkat has had all his uh, life, I would say. Uh, but, you know, I feel like with, with Vora, Butler, Samson and Stokes as your top four and then, you know, maybe you could even promote Stokes to three because he did so well for, for England at that number. And then Samson as a captain can take the onus on him to to be the finisher or, you know, you can you can play the situation. Uh, so, I think it's a, it's a good enough batting 11 and at the same time, they have a lot of bowling options as well, right? You have Stokes, you have Dubay. Uh, Tevatiya, Morris, Gopal, Tae, Tyagi, Unadkat. You have eight bowling options. And and Sanghakara did mention that they're going to load manage Ben Stokes. Uh, so he may not bowl as much. Maybe just an over here or there. Uh, and obviously Morris will finish his quota. But then you have Tevatiya and, and Dube probably uh, pitching in and, and not bowling their four bowl consistently. Uh, so yeah, that, that would uh, be my uh, playing 11 for them. So yeah, that that's my that's my basic playing eleven. And before people you know start thinking that uh, who Manan Vora is, I think Vatsal did cover it. Uh, so yeah, he does play for Chandigarh right now. And I know that Yashasvi Jaiswal is probably the bigger talent. Uh, but Manan is twenty-seven years old. Like Vatsal mentioned, he captains Chandigarh. Uh, you know, he he scored a fifty in the IPL final in 2014. So it's not like you can't get the job done. A uh, really good batsman to have in the in the power plays, I would say, because you know he he finds the gaps pretty easily, and he plays a lot of lofted shots uh, over you know extra cover. I, I I remember him playing a lot of those shots, especially there was this one innings against uh, Delhi when when he was at Punjab. But yeah, I'm like reminiscing the old days now, so I'm probably not gonna uh, go to that track. Uh, so yeah, I think it's a it's a pretty power packed. Uh, Top order, even if you don't get Liam Livingston or David Miller in there. Uh, but yeah, uh, it is certainly not looking as good since uh, Archer is not going to be there at least for the first half, I would say. Uh, but yeah, just, just just you know, going into that segue of what we think is going to happen, uh, I want to ask Vatsal first up that where do you think Ara is going to finish? And I know that you're a fan, but like, Pragmatically, because you were the bottom team last year but I'm not saying that you can't probably go and win it because you've done that before but but practically where do you think you'll finish this IPR?
1: Okay, so just coming back to the, I mean, uh, ending the table last. So if you just have have a look at the points table, so there was this difference of two points between, uh, I guess, third place RCB and the last place RR. So even until the last match, Arar had the chance of qualifying if they would have won against KKR. So it wasn't like a very like a one-sided uh, table. It was like a close one. I mean, the closest that I have seen in the last couple of years for the uh, I mean, in the IPL. And but uh, I think yeah, yeah, right?
0: Yeah, it was really poor. That's what yeah, I was going to yeah. get to. But but yeah, I get the point difference. It wasn't it wasn't as much as as probably. They lost
1: people. a couple of matches like really badly. So yeah, of course, that did affect it. But then, yeah, coming back uh, to the uh, this season's chances. So uh, they play the first five matches in Mumbai, uh, which uh, should, I guess, uh, help the stroke-making players that they have. And if they begin well, I mean, if they get a momentum early, then uh, I think they should uh, probably uh, get into the playoffs. But then, depending on the start that they get and how, I mean, how well they have done before Archer arrives. And you cannot expect the guy to just come in and straight away start delivering. So you have to give him a game or two until he like gets into his group. So yeah, I mean the pitches uh, should support their kind of uh, game that they uh, play, uh, the stroke makers that they have. So yeah, probably if they get, I mean they do get a good start in the tournament, then I hope that they, I mean they probably should finish uh, in the top four. Uh, probably third or fourth that i'm guessing they should be there or else if they uh don't get then probably 6 or 7 is what i'm thinking they would end up
0: yeah i think that's a very honest uh, uh you know reflection of, of probably what a prediction i mean of, of where they they'd finish but yeah thomas what about you what's your take on on rr's uh chances this
2: year yeah i mean they they have two big question marks right one is the uh, looming I mean we we, we are, the optimistic take is that he should be back after seven matches, but he could be out for more as well, right? If he suffers little setbacks and the injury, right? I mean I'm not being a doomsayer here, but that's also perfectly possible. So based on that thing and we have to consider also the fitness of Morris as well. So those are two big question marks and that is dependent on where they finish, you know, because if both of them are fit. I mean, Archer, I'll just consider for the last half of the tournament. Uh, and Morris, I would assume, would be fit for the entire thing. So if they are able to be there for the requisite amount of time, they are a playoff team, you know, because they have like good players. But the thing is like, are there the, the thing with Rajasthan is the foreign players are gone. Then after that, their Indian players, they're a little green, a little raw. And uh, like, other than Samson, uh, and maybe Vora, you could say, but uh, other than those two, who else is there? I mean, uh, maybe Tevartya also to a certain extent, but Tevartya, I don't know what to make of last season for him. Because like, before that, uh, he was a decent operator, but I wouldn't say he was like an outstanding operator. So, that is one thing. So, yeah. I mean, I I would put them at like, maybe sixth or seventh, you know, based on the Archer factor, you know. If, Archer comes back and immediately so like what they would uh, optimistically need to do is like win maybe like for, uh, three or four games in that stretch in which he's out they're able to do that if once he comes in I think I mean they can just blow past teams if they get that thing right. you know combination
0: yeah definitely I think for me it's, it's on a similar line I feel like if Archer was there I would definitely say this is a top four team uh, because you know, as as we've seen over the last probably, I think even even if we take two thousand eight, right? It's the bowlers that that win you the IPL. I remember Sohail Tanveer was a gun for uh, Rajasthan in the first season. Uh, so you know, bowl, bowling is what what kind of takes you over the line. And I feel like without Archer, that does fall a little flat. I I I really like Karthik Tyagi I liked him last year when. When you got him in towards the, the later stages of the tournament. Uh but like like we've mentioned time and again, it is a raw bowling lineup except except Morris. There's no experience there, right? I know Unardcut's played for India as well. But you know, <laughs> there's a reason we call him Lord Unardcut. He doesn't really deliver consistently. And you know, barring that one year with with Pune. Uh, which kind of warranted the what was it 14 crore price tag twelve crore I'm not sure it just it I remember it kept reducing and it was Rajasthan was the team that was buying him. Uh, but it kept on reducing in half, you know, twelve yeah,
2: six, three. yeah it was I think
0: it was like 14, 12, 7 and, and something in, in that order. I'm not sure about the exact numbers, but that was the trend. Uh, so, yeah, you know, Chetan Sakarya is a good talent and I've read up a lot on him and, and I guess the fact that he's a left-arm bowler really helps because of the variety. Uh, but then again, you know, it's, it's, there's not too much to to flaunt with this bowling lineup. But yeah, if the if the batting, they, they can consistently, you know, while batting first, make 200 and chase anything above 200 like their batting looks like it can do. I think they could be a playoff team, but I'm not going to like, you know, hang and be on the fence for too long. I think, like Thomas, uh, I'd say fifth. Fifth, yeah, fifth place for me. uh, Like one last thing. Yeah. Uh,
2: Like, I'm sure you guys remember the 2016 RCB team. And that was just a batting team. The, The bowling was just this poor. So, they could just go the route of that, at least initially. And, you know, and that is good enough, you know, once, like, if they're able to get the stroke players in the right positions and they maximize them, it could be, you know, a pleasant surprise, you know, maybe uh, it could be a surprise for a lot of teams. Uh, I'm, if I'm not
0: wrong, didn't the 2016, it, they didn't have, uh, have Stark, the 2016 uh, RCB team? That no, they didn't. the finals, so they oh, yeah, didn't, they ask, did, they
2: didn't they
1: did. ask anyone. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> like, going through it. Right? I guess Foley did score 900 plus runs in that season Yeah, yeah. He, he one-handedly like took
0: them. Yeah.
2: You had Chris?
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's me and Okay, if, 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 if Chris Jordan is the second player to show up on the 2016 RCV squad, Google search. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you didn't have too much bowling. But yeah, it, it, you never know, man. Like sometimes... A batting team could win, but but I just feel like and they have players who can reach that goalie
2: level, you know, they, potentially. They do. They the do. Like
0: I, I remember I was reading this Twitter thread about who's potentially gonna be the MVP of this uh, IPL season, and a lot of people had Ben Stokes. Uh, just because of the three dimensions that he brings. And and even if he's not gonna ball as much, he's he still, you know, has that knack of picking up wickets. Uh, at the top of the order, he can he can just do crazy things. I think anyone who's watched that Headingley test or even the, the World Cup final, uh, Ben Stokes is, is built different. And, and like he's a once in a generation kind of player. So you never know. But at least what I feel is that from 2008 to 2020, the team that has ended up winning the final, uh, if you look at the two teams that are facing each other, the team with the better bowling attack wins. And I'm going to admit that in 2014 as well, KKR had a better bowling attack than us. Which is why they probably won. And uh, I feel like... I mean, we, but
2: I think for Rajasthan, reaching a final is a big achievement. So it I is, it is. But I'm easy. just saying,
0: that, no, I get that that we're thinking hypothetically, right? Uh, so, the the end goal for all eight teams at the start of the tournament is to win it, right? Uh, but if I would match Rajasthan up with any team, uh, yeah, you can say that they're probably a couple that, that they have a better bowling attack against, but... It's it's like a nineteen like you know, there's that thing in Hindi, the unnis B S ka uh which for like the English viewers is like is like a marginal difference. Uh so I don't think that their bowling's cut out for like that championship material, which is why I, I I'm not sure how far they'll go. But the batting like we mentioned were repeating points. But they yeah they they, they, they could do well. Uh but yeah, Vatsal, any any last thoughts, any uh on terms of your expectations and then we
1: can wrap. So, yeah, I mean, uh, just to coming back on the grounds that they're going to play. So, uh, the last five matches, uh, three are going to be in Kolkata and two in Bangalore. So, all those grounds, I mean, both these grounds are like high scoring venues. I mean, Kolkata after the revamp, the bowling, I mean, uh, fast bowlers uh, do enjoy and the batters also have had good success. So, I mean, with the kind of stroke makers they have, I just feel that they would have the support that they're going to probably play uh, 10 out of the 14 matches on like the venues which they would love and the players would also enjoy. The makers would love playing. So, I guess that cannot, can be an X factor that can just uh, edge them in getting onto that uh, top four. Even though they have a weak bowling attack. I'm not going to say the weak bowling but then that's not the strength. So, yeah, just uh, fingers crossed for now. Yeah, definitely.
0: I think like I mentioned, you add Archer to this bowling attack, It's I would say it's a championship team. Uh, but it's Archer has been a big blow but yeah Thomas what about you any any last words on Aarad
2: mm, I mean nothing more to add like, I mean, they are an intriguing team and they would be like I want to see how it does you know under Samson that's one thing
0: yeah I think the, the Samson Sangakara Stokes Butler in terms of like, that leadership core uh, would be something interesting uh, to, to see because I like the way Butler captained Uh, you know, the the England team in the last two ODIs, especially the the second ODI, he was, it was a very aggressive approach. And if he can, if he can bring that mentality to Rajasthan, uh, you never know, man, they could, they could really go out there. And it's the IPL. Uh, Like, like Rajasthan weren't expected to win the first season and they did. They could very well do that this year as well. But uh, thanks for joining us, Vatsal. This was a lot of fun. I think like me and Thomas mentioned, we haven't you know delved really deep into RR and I I kind of enjoyed this because this was a lot different than than the episodes that we typically do uh, so thank you for joining us and, and we'd love to have you back in the future considering that RR fans are a little hard to find and for every person who's listening if you want to come on the podcast please message us on Instagram and and we can we can work something out so thanks Vatsa yeah be like Vatsa
2: pleasure, pleasure. Pleasure. that's what we're saying yeah, please, please reach yeah.
0: out. We, we, we're a sucker for followers on Instagram. Uh, not not too many, I mean, but at least the regular listeners could,
1: could probably uh, reach out. Uh, so, yeah, thank you, much, sir. Pleasure, pleasure. Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, looking forward to many more podcasts with you guys. Thank oh, you so much.
2: All
0: right. all right, that's it from us, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in and goodbye. Bye, guys.